episode two of the Jolf Man podcast, day two of lockdown. And it's been amazing so far just to consider what I want to share, how I want to reflect on what I'm doing and how I'm going to use this podcast. Um, I wanted to do an introduction to me um, and Jolf and what we do and how we do things. Um, and I thought that might be a little bit boring. But what I what I then also considered and a question that I've asked myself regularly is what makes me an expert or what makes me qualified to do what we do? Um, so I had a little look around, you know, the definition of expert, somebody who has a broad and deep competence in terms of knowledge, skill and experience through practice and education in a particular field. And, you know, over the last two or three years, niche down further into delivering coaching for children and you know now we predominantly work in a primary school setting um working with children aged four to eleven uh, and also their families um and as far as qualified is concerned you know recognized as being trained to perform a particular job i think in, in the outset when i started being a golf coach i was and i've, I've used this term a lot I was pretty much jack of all tri- jack of all trades. Um, you know, I, I I felt like I could coach all and everybody. You know, from two three year olds just getting started up to tour players. Um, and over the years, I've sort of niched down further and further and further into a certain age, a certain stage of children. Um, and then where we are at the moment with Jolf. You know, we want to be able to deliver first experiences to children in schools. We then want to give them the opportunity to take that play further, joining our golf club and then coming along and playing more golf and having their first experiences on the golf course. So what is it that I consider makes me an expert? And again, I've pondered over this question Um, and, you know, people listening, I'd love to get your thoughts on if you're an expert feel you're qualified or an, an expert in your field. Um, one of the things, and, and maybe this is a list, I don't know, but I care. You know, I really care about the interactions I have with children and with families, with teachers, with other coaches. Um, I really care about the experiences that people have. You know, I still, you know, I've delivered goodness knows how many play days in schools, but I still have that nervousness before every single day and every single experience that we offer about what we're going to do, how we're going to make it specific to each child every time, how we're going to engage with and connect with family members and parents and what we're going to say and what we're going to do. Um, so I think caring is one of the most important things. I want to, I want to I really believe that that first experience that children and families have in schools and at golf clubs on the golf courses probably the most important experience and something that I'm going to be doing quite a lot of work on over the course of the next few weeks and months. Um, What else makes me an expert or qualified? You know, maybe the fact that I've niched down to work with children and families who are having their first experience of golf. Um, Because a lot of people say, well, what happens after they've had that first experience? And I said, well, they do it again. And they do it again and they do it again. You know, I want people to be able to play golf independently. I want them to be able to enjoy it together. And I want them to be able to learn as they go. So I'm not trying to impose a game onto people. I'm trying to 
um, deliver or give them the opportunity to experience a stripped back version of golf that they can then make their own. Um, I've done it a lot. You know, another thing to consider is that we've done lots, delivered lots of different experiences in lots of different places to lots of different people. So I've got a lot of experience in lots of schools, lots of golf clubs with lots of different ages and stages of children, met lots of families. Now, just because you've done something a lot, I don't think necessarily makes you an impact, an expert. Um, but after all of these experiences, you know, reflecting on the experience, reviewing it, how could we have done it better? How could we have done it different? Um, being fiercely critical um, or critique, critiquing that experience. So, you know, critical in a positive way, um, trying to get feedback from people about, you know, what they've enjoyed, what we could do better. Um, I think that that's a big thing for me. You know, years gone by. I felt like I was an expert coach um, and I'd used to stand on the driving range in the same place, delivering pretty much the same experience to people that came along. Whereas now we've delivered lots of different experiences in lots of different places to lots of different people. Um, And just something I'd highlighted around that constant review, reflecting critique of what I do, never standing still, always looking to make sure that we can offer the experiences and opportunities to people. Um, that are enjoyable, engaging and appropriate. So enjoyable is that love and that desire to to do it again. Engaging is that look of when people are totally transfixed on what they're doing and and, and the activity. And then appropriate. So appropriate is making sure that the the offer is, is right for the person in front of them. So I don't know, take for example, a family comes along for their first experience. You know, the, the small child might have a plastic club with a big ball the dad and the mum might have a metal club with a um, a real ball and that might be the appropriate experience for the family. So they're all doing different things, but they're all playing the same activity. Um, another thing I think, you know, to consider is that I don't know everything. There's a lot of things that I don't know. Um, so I'm very aware that there are things that I don't know and I might also be wrong and I'm willing to be wrong. I think when previously, when I've considered myself to be an expert in certain areas, I've always considered myself to be right and correct, which again, I don't think as I, as I ponder over this is, is the right way about going, going, right way of going about things. For me, one part of being an expert is, is, you know, that knowledge and that understanding that I don't know everything and I might be wrong, but it drives me to keep learning and to take action on what we know and what we do. And if we don't know stuff, you know, I'm going to connect with the tribe of people that I have around me, um, expert friends and colleagues and catch up. And, you know, this time of lockdown is the perfect opportunity to do that. Um, So coming back to that, what makes me qualified and what makes me an expert? You know, I know the people that I want to come into contact with, their children, their family members. I know the experience that we want to offer them. It's that very, very first experience of golf in a school environment, in a local community environment or at a golf club. Um, And I also know that I don't know everything. I might be wrong and I'm willing to be wrong. And this hypothesis that we're sort of testing and the framework and the, the theories that we have happy for them to be wrong because in in looking at whether they're wrong or not 
that can only improve my understanding and improve my knowledge and make me more qualified and more have developed my expertise further to be able to work with the children and the families that, that we do work with. Um, I was going to go into a bit more detail around, you know, my history uh, and Joel from where it's come from, but um, I'd like to probably finish it there. I'm sort of good uh, eight, ten minutes in. I'm keen for these podcasts to be just enough for people to consider. So maybe any actions that you want to take from this? Um, I've sort of thought about it a lot since yesterday about what I was going to post, but whoever you're maybe working with, if you're a coach or if you're a parent or if you're a teacher, you know, what makes you an expert? What makes you qualified? So if we're going to say things to people, you know, how do we know that? How do we know what we're saying is true? How do we know what we're doing is going to help people? Um, and and, and are, are you willing to be wrong? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, and I'd love to, you know, reach out to anybody who's keen to come and have a, a chat on the podcast. Because um, I think, you know, I want to use this podcast to share my thoughts and ideas and musings and, and give me the opportunity just to reflect and review what I do but also if people are out there then please get in contact with me um brilliant I've really enjoyed so far and any thoughts that you've got get in touch